M A I N M U M U Main Menu Main Menu Welcome to Main Menu for January 28, 2011. I'm Jamie Pauls. This week, David Tanner brings us part one of a thorough review of Open Book 9 from Freedom Scientific. That's coming up on this edition of Main Menu. taking a look this evening at Open Book 9.0, which was released back this fall uh, by Freedom Scientific. And mostly we'll be taking a look at the features of Open Book. We will talk some about the Pearl digital camera accessory for Open Book, but there's many of you out there who are more interested in knowing what are the new features in Open Book. I don't have the money uh, you're saying to me and saying to yourself, I don't have the money for that digital camera, but I want to know do I want to move up to Open Book 9 and be able to use Open Book 9 with my scanner that I've been using with OpenBook for the last couple or so years or the last several years. I want to know what the new features are and is it worth it to make the move to OpenBook 9? Those of you who maybe have been using something else or, or haven't been using any kind of, of scan and read software to recognize text and have text read to you, we're going to try to give you a good idea of what's going on with the open book software and the this current new version version 9.0 and so let's start out by taking a little bit of a look at some of the general things that uh, open book says and freedom scientific says are supposed to be better and in open book 9 one of the big things that they are touting is that Open Book 9 will recognize your text faster and start reading to you faster. Well, I would say they have made some improvements, and as we all know who have used uh, scan and read technology for very long at all, it can certainly take a long time to uh, get uh, the from the picture being taken by the scanner till the time the page is being read to you. And yes, there have been some improvement over the over the years, but uh, certainly not at the level we would necessarily like for it to be. And um, I think you're going to definitely see some changes in how long it takes from the time that the picture is taken, whether it's with a scanner or with a digital camera, to when the software starts reading it to you. And one of the reasons for this is, unlike in the past, what's happened in the past is that whether it was OpenBook or one of the other scanning software packages, 
What basically happened was you had a scanner taking the picture of the document, sending the whole image at one time from the scanner to the computer, and then the computer software would sit there and recognize the entire document, the entire image, before it ever started reading anything. And so you were sitting there waiting for all of this processing to be done. So it was not only the mechanical time that it took for the scanner to go from the top of the page to the bottom of the page and back up, but then it took time for that uh, image to be sent from the scanner to the computer. Then it took the, the software time to recognize the image. And then once the image was recognized, then once the image was on the screen, the recognized image was on the screen, then your software started reading it to you. Well, this time we're doing things a little different. We're not waiting. Now, Freedom Scientific isn't in Open Book 9. They're not waiting for the whole document to be recognized. As soon as they have a few lines recognized, they start reading, even though recognition is still going on. So if you have a long page with a lot of text, uh, recognition could be going on for some little while after it's actually started reading to you. This was not the case before, and it's one of the reasons that uh, things are starting to read to you more quickly is because instead of waiting for a whole page to be recognized before, it starts reading it literally starts reading uh, once it has uh, three or four lines of, of recognized text it will actually start reading to you and you'll never know the difference because it's always going to be reading slower to you than what it's recognizing so there ordinarily won't be any uh, stops or stuttering or pausing waiting for text to be recognized so this was a pretty good idea and if you have a halfway decent uh, speed computer it certainly will work quite nicely so that's one of the reasons that you're going to see that yes uh, the time from taking the picture to time you're hearing what was recognized is faster now one of the other things of course to remember is that if I'm using a scanner it is going to be slower than I'm if I'm using the digital camera because it does still take the time for the scanner to come down the page and go back up and then send that in to the computer. What I'm going to be using this evening is the Pearl digital camera. I'm not going to use it for this demonstration because I do want you to hear what the Pearl uh, can do and is doing uh, to make open book faster. On the other hand, if you don't feel that you have a particular need for the Pearl camera and you already have a good scanner or would prefer just to use a scanner, that's fine too. Uh, you're still going to get uh, quite a bit more speed with this version of open book but just to give you an idea uh, of what we're talking about in in terms of the difference between a scanner and a digital camera remember that when I've got a digital camera and I tell the camera to take a picture of the page that I have put under the camera all it's going to do is click a, a picture and it's going to get the whole picture at once it's there's no moving parts it's facing the the print and so when I tell it to take a picture it can do that and get it all taken at one time and, and read it back to you and, and get it into the computer that much faster so I've got a page 
uh, from a leaflet that I got recently, just a little newsletter. And I've got that laying under my Pearl camera over here next to my laptop computer, which, by the way, is not one of the fastest computers in the world today. Uh, this is a computer that's about three and a half, four years old, only has a couple of gigs of memory. It is running Windows 7, uh, but it's not particularly the fastest processor in the world. So uh, if you listen to what my computer is doing on this demo, and then you go to a Freedom Scientific demo, and you're going to say, well, gee, well, theirs was a lot faster. Well, yes, because they have a newer computer with probably more memory and a faster processor. But I think this computer gives you a pretty good idea that if you've got a, a three, four-year-old computer, uh, that it's still quite capable, even though it may only have a couple of a gig of memory, it's still quite capable of, of being used for scanning documents. I'm going to hit the F4 here to uh, get a picture of our first page and just let you see how fast that can be. And when it takes the picture, we'll hear that sound, which is an emulation of a camera. Michelle S. Moments, Burns Flow Senior Center. The 2010 Holiday Boutique Boutique and Bake Sale has just concluded. There is money to counts, thanks to be made, and a couple of caramels left lying around. Every year as this event rolls around, we worry about vendor tables, baked goods, volunteers, and old friends. And every year that worry is needless, because these concerns are related to people stepping up, and every year they do. We had vendors and tables filling the atrium, and plenty of goods to go around. So that gives you an idea. That was actually pretty quick, and we actually had to wait a little while there from the time I hit the F4 till Windows 7 decided it was time to tell Open Book, uh, hey, he hit the key. Um, would you go ahead and scan it, take a picture of that page? So, uh, but that gives you an idea probably, probably actually from the time I hit the key until the time it uh, took the picture was probably, uh, oh, five to ten seconds. And once it actually took the picture of the page, it was reading it within, oh, three, four seconds. It had started reading uh, the page. And like I say, this was just a typical type of uh, mail out uh, newsletter from a local community organization and so um, it's not the most sophisticated print in the world although they do tell me that this print on this particular one is pretty pretty nice and dark and it, it's it's actually pretty well printed um, but obviously you wouldn't take uh, and put this on a scanner and get the information back nearly as quickly because yes we did take a picture of it with a digital camera and so that meant we didn't have to worry about the time it took to go up and down the page and then and uh, do the scanning that way now talking about scanning because now we are able to use digital cameras in addition to scanners the terminology you're going to see particularly for those of you who have used earlier versions of open book you are going to have some new terms to use because we're not using the term scan anymore so when you thought about well let's see there was the scan and read mode there was scan and background and there was scan uh image only well that's changed it's changed to acquire. Oh, now we acquire an image. Now we acquire uh, the picture. 
uh, we acquire the document and one of the first things you'll want to do uh, or need to do when you get your open book nine is you need to go file to the edit a view v. advanced tools menu. launch advanced a advanced a pronunciation and, dictionary and go in. enable multi device selection d go to device device selection, selection dialog acquisition source combo box pearl camera all plus a and you notice we didn't go to where it said oh, choose a scanner or set up a scanner. We went to acquisition source. And in my case, what I had to set up was the Pearl, but here's my choices. Scanner. I've got scanner. Pearl camera. Or Pearl camera. Now, uh, if I go, if I have a Pearl camera, I'm going to tap through here. Device, combo box, Pearl camera, Alt plus D. Properties, button, Alt plus P. And I'm going to look at my properties and make sure that they are set right. And uh, if you're not sure about that, I would suggest for now that you just leave those as be as they are. You really shouldn't have to worry about it. OK button. And there's the OK button. Out of dialogue. And just so you know, if you do get a Pearl camera to go with your OpenBook 9, you do not have to install separate drivers separately for the Pearl camera. The drivers to run your Pearl camera will get installed when you install OpenBook. They are actually, even if you don't have the camera, when you install OpenBook 9, it is installing Pearl drivers, and that way if at any point you would plug a Pearl camera into your computer, uh, it would, if you set it to use the Pearl camera, it would go ahead and use the Pearl camera because the, the Pearl drivers got installed when you installed OpenBook 9. All right? And so be sure that when you install your OpenBook, get it uh, ready to go. One of the things, first things you need to do is go to the advanced menu and make sure that you set up your open book either for a scanner or for the Pearl camera. All right. What's some of the other things that have changed? Well, you, for you people who are, again, have used open book in the past, one of the things I want to warn you about is unlike in previous versions of open book where you uh, simply during the install put in an a open book serial number and that uh, was about all you needed to do, uh, that has changed in open book 9. Uh, and just like you do with JAWS, or if you're a Magic user, the way you do with Magic, where you authorize your version of JAWS or Magic, you now do the same type of internet uh, registration and authorization of open book. If you don't do the authorization, it's going to only run for 40 minutes uh, in demo mode, and then you'll have to reboot your computer to get another 40 minutes. So um, they have changed the open book to now where it is being authorized the same as your JAWS. So you, if you have previously used open book, you want to make sure that you remember that this is going to happen when you install open book nine, and that you need to make sure you have have your authorization CD handy because you will need it. All right, another one of the big things in OpenBook 9 that is 
new but not necessarily new if you've been using OpenBook for a while. You've seen some of this in the past under different names. Now it's called Workflow and OpenBook includes quite a number of workflows. So let's talk about what a workflow is. A workflow is a process. Uh, a workflow could be something like uh, I'm going to put the paper on the scanner. I'm going to put the top down. I'm going to press the button. It's going, the camera's going to go down the, the uh, page and then it's going to come back up the page and then it's going to send the information that it's received back to the computer. The computer is going to uh, send the information to the OpenBook software. The OpenBook software is going to treat that information in a certain way. As soon as it's recognized a part of the information, it's going to start reading it. And those processes uh, are all part of a workflow. It's a flow of what start, what's first, what's second, what's third, and so on. In the OpenBook workflow, we have two parts. We have the part called the acquire. That's the part on getting the information, taking the picture, and then we have the processing. And depending on what you want to do, that workflow is going to be a whole lot different. Now, in the past, we had a few um, choices of uh, scan routines, I guess I would call them. <clears throat> now, today, we have workflows instead. The first one you will recognize as being the same as the old scan and read. Uh, some of the others you'll recognize, <clears throat> but there's some of them you won't recognize, but we're going to see why those exist, and they have to do with maybe additional features that have been added to open book, or differences in the way we need to look at a particular document, and how we want that document processed. So what I'm going to do now is take you to the workflow menu in OpenBook, which is under settings. And it's also, there is also a, a, a sort of workflow setting also under the uh, acquire menu, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Right now, let's go and let's look at the workflow menu. File, edit, acquire, view, V, tools, launch, advanced settings, G. All right, I go to settings and set, then I'm going settings, down. Delete, enable, enable, break, general speech set, workflow settings, O. And I'm going to workflow Leading settings. Leading menus, open book settings, workflow settings page, workflow name, list box, acquire and recurrent. Okay, so my default workflow is, is the, um, the current one is... Um, acquire and read which would be just for those of you who have used open the book in the past the old scan and read the, uh, the old standby and in most of our scanning software that's been out there for years that's what we've done we've set it for scan and read if we wanted to have a document read to us as soon as it was finished scanning and so that's our first one and that's probably the one that we're going to use the most but it's not the one we're always going to use now the first thing we want to think about is do we have an idea of what kind of document do we have uh is this a document that we think might have some poor print on it may if it is then we want to may want to be sure we have a more accurate scan maybe not as fast but more accurate 
and I can set that separate from my other processes that need to take place in getting this document from on the scanner or under the camera to the time it starts reading to me. So what OpenBook has done is they have started with we can set workflow modify workflow create new recognition default strategy combo box most accurate all plus t a recognition strategy now there are three strategies there is fastest fastest balanced balanced most accurate and most accurate now fastest means okay i'm going to look at this text i'm going to recognize it as quickly as i can and get it up on the screen and start reading now, when I do that, I'm expecting to be able to do that because I know or I have a reason to believe that the text is good text. It's not a fax, it's not um, newspaper print or some kind of print that might not necessarily be the best print in the world. Um, I'm assuming it's maybe text from a textbook um, or some other book that I can assume it's pretty good print um, and that I shouldn't have just a whole lot of problems with the computer recognizing it. So I can set it for fast. If I'm not quite as sure or if I'm thinking it might be just average text or I would want to just be a little safer because maybe I have no idea, then I might set it for fast balanced for balanced. And with balanced, what it's going to do is it's going to still try to get at the text out as quickly as it can, but it's going to take a little more of a detailed look at the text that it's gotten in, a little closer look at the image, um, do a little better job of trying to figure out what everything is, uh, and not race through it quite as fast, uh, but me be a little more picky and make sure that it's getting the job done right. Then, on the other hand, if I say to myself, you know, probably all of this text is okay, but I really don't want to take a chance because I don't want to have to spend the time going back and doing a lot of corrections. So then maybe I do like what I actually have done. Fastest, most accurate. And I set mine for most accurate. Now, granted, this is going to slow the processing down a little bit. It's not going to get to me quite as fast. It's going to take a little bit longer to process and recognize the text. But hey, if it means that there's less mistakes, less things I have to correct, that's fine with me. And so I set mine for accurate. You can set yours differently depending on what you think the kind of text is. And you can change it for every document if you want. That's no big deal. Now, so that is the one of the first things you want to think about. And you can set that for regardless of which of these uh, workflows we're, we're talking about. That is a part of the workflow in a way because it affects the speed of the processing. It affects the speed at which the workflow or the job is going to get done. Now, so that I can just show you uh, all of the details, I'm going to go back here uh, to show you all of the details of a workflow. Let's go back here. Workflow create new. Workflow modify button. Alt plus M. I'm going to modify the current workflow that is the scan and read workflow. And as we go through here, we're going to look at what our different choices are. We'll talk a little bit about why it's set a particular way and why you might want to set it a different way. All right, and so we're going to 
Hit the space on modify. Workflow, acquire page, acquisition mode, combo box single all plus M. In this case, we're going to acquire a single page at a time. Uh, our choices could be uh, multiple, multiple, single, or single. So we could be could be uh, getting more than one page or just one page. In this case, we're just going to do a page at a time. We're going to put it on the scanner, put it on the camera, whichever. We're going to just get the picture of one page at a time. Image properties, color mode, combo box, grayscale, all plus C. We're saying our image mode is grayscale, and what are our other choices? Color. Okay, we have grayscale. Grayscale or color. Now, since I'm not taking a picture of a picture, I don't care about color. Grayscale will do just fine to find text. And so we're going to do text and not do color because if we did color, it would just take that much longer. And because we're not interested in keeping pictures, we really don't care about recognizing the color. We just want to catch enough. We want it to be enough difference that we can find the text. All right. So we set it for grayscale. Image properties, resolution, combo box 300 all plus R. Resolution, if you've dealt with scanning software in the past you 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 may remember that we set a resolution and ordinarily the resolution that you wanted on your scanner was 300 dots per inch and that's what we're doing here um, the same thing uh, it's the resolution the number of dots per inch and pretty much the standard accepted uh, for most text scanning uh, is 300 dots per inch if you have some smaller print you may want to go to 400 but again the more dots there are the longer you uh, look for dots the longer it's going to take to recognize the document but if I have small print I'm going to need to look for uh, more dots because it may be that smaller print isn't going to come out as well isn't going to get recognized as well if I don't have that additional resolution but we're going to assume that the standard 300 should be fine all right and now the next setting is um, acquisition size partial acquisition slider control 90 plus Q all right, partial acquisition means that it's actually going to start sending information to the computer when it's 90% through acquiring the image. Adjust image automatic contrast. We Check have box. automatic Check contrast set, so we're going to let the software decide uh, what the contrast on the document needs to be. Adjust image contrast, slider control 8, alt plus O. If we didn't have automatic contrast turned on with that check mark, we would default to eight. Uh, and if we needed it to be darker, we could go down numbers. Or if we wanted it, the contrast to be lighter, we could go up. Progress notification scan initiated. Checkbox. Check Alt plus S. All right. There's going to be a notification when acquisition starts. Progress notifications acquisition tones. Checkbox. Check Alt plus T. There's going to be tones during the acquisition. Now that's only if you're using a scanner. If you're using the camera, of course, like we said, you're just flashing a picture and it's taking it all at one time. So there wouldn't be tones because you're acquiring the whole image all at once. 
But if, it's, if you're using a scanner, so it's going down the page and coming back up, there'll be some tones while it's going down the page and coming back up, and those will stop when uh, it gets back to the top of the page. Progress notifications image acquired. Checkbox. Check Alt plus I. And there's a checkbox that, that says, okay, I want to know when the computer has the entire image, and that's checked. And in case of open book, the default is it gives you a sound like a camera snapping a shot. Uh, so that's why they have that checked. So they want you to be able to hear that. Page placement. Combo box append to document all plus P. Page placement. The newly recognized page will always be placed at the end. If you wanted it somewhere else, you could put it somewhere else, but that's the default for uh, when I scan this page or take a picture of this page, where am I going to put the new page that I just got? I'm going to put it at the end of the document. Okay, button. And there's my okay. And we'll take an okay there. Out of dialog. Workflow modify. Button. Alt plus M. And we're going to go back in now. Workflow. Acquire page. Acquisition mode. Combo box single Alt plus M. And we're in acquisition. Tab control. Acquire. But there's two tabs that are part of setting my workflow. I've talked about the acquiring the image about getting the information into the computer. Now what else do I have to do? I have to process the information. Process page. And so I hit my right arrow and I go to the process tab. And now let's see what we have here. Recognition use default recognition. Checkbox. Check Alt plus U. Use default recognition. Now what was that? That default recognition was what we set before. It's is it accurate? Is it fast? Or is it balanced? And so if I check this box here, it's automatically going to go look and say, aha. So for this document, I want to be very accurate or aha this is going to be a balance between the two image processing keep exact view checkbox check alt plus k all right now i have checked this checkbox because i'm thinking i want to make sure that i know exactly what this document looks like when i get through with I want to know exactly what is where, so I've said keep exact view. Now, if I don't check that, everything will be there, but it may not exactly be placed the way it was originally on the page. That's just the way optical character recognition may work, and if I don't do exact view, it may, again, it may speed up my recognition a little bit because it doesn't have to uh, get as accurate about, about placement of every character that it reads or sees, but I want it to be exact view so that when I look at the document with speech, I know that I'm getting exactly the way it was on the document. Image processing announce orientation. Checkbox. Not check alt plus n. Announce orientation. Well, how many times do you remember if you if you've been using other scanning software, you remember that it would tell you, you know, the document's upside down, the document is sideways, uh, whatever. I have unchecked that. I get really tired of hearing that. Just, you know, the software is going to make it do what it's supposed to do and make it right side up and, and take care of it for me. So I really don't care if it's upside down or not. Other than, I suppose 
if I was really concerned about getting the fastest recognition, I would want to know that documents are right side up because it just gets recognized quicker that way. But I'm not really concerned about it. Um, it doesn't make that much difference. And I really get tired of hearing the document is upside down or sideways or sideways upside down uh, whatever. Okay. Image processing despeckle. Checkbox. Check. Alt yes, I do want it despeckled. So if there are any specs on the page, uh, I want Open Book to to ignore that. I want it to take away any specs or speckles in the in the document that might confuse the recognition. Text processing. Discard blank pages. Checkbox. Not check. Alt plus G. Discard blank pages. Well. Sometimes I want to discard blank pages because I just don't need them and why should they be there? Um, other times, maybe I do want the blank pages because I want to make sure that I know exactly uh, what the document really is like and if there are, are some blank pages, there may be a good reason for being blank pages in the middle of a document. Maybe it's to set off one section from another section. Uh, maybe one chapter from another chapter. And so I definitely would want blank pages there so that it gives me a marker uh, when I'm looking back through my document. Aha, there I went from page uh, 12 uh, and page 13 was blank and page 14 started chapter 2. And so that would be a place where I might want to keep the blank pages. So again, you'll turn that on or off depending on what the document is that you're handling at the time. Text processing, apply OCR corrections, checkbox, check, alt plus C. Okay, apply OCR corrections, and I've got this checked so that after it's been processing the text, as it processes the text, if it sees something it's not quite sure about, it will take a look and it will decide what the character is um, without asking me to go through and proofread. It will make an, a guess uh, according to standards that it knows about in the software as to what a character is, even though it may not be exactly perfectly formed. And most characters usually aren't. And there are so many different font styles out there that if we didn't have this turn on, we could have some real problems. Text processing, key text emphasis, checkbox, check, alt plus E. All right, key text emphasis. Why would I want that turned on? Well, I checked that. I want that turned on so if, if, if something is italics, that it stays that way and that I know that something has been italicized there. If it's been bolded, I know that it's been bolded. So I wanted to keep those things. I wanted to look exactly, uh, again, exactly like the original document. Text processing, replace uncertain text, checkbox, not check, alt plus R. All right. I have not checked this one to replace unknown characters with, with uh, a certain character. I could do that, and in some respects, it might be good if you did, and you might want to think about that sometimes, so it's kind of nice to have it here, so that if you wanted, you could say, whenever you see a character that you don't recognize, don't just guess at it, put in a particular symbol. For example, I might say, well, if you don't recognize a particular character, instead of just throwing any old thing in there that you think it might be, 
put an asterisk there and then I'll figure out what is supposed to be there. And then you could simply go through your document and search for any current occurrences of an asterisk. If you find one, then you look and you figure out what was that supposed to be that the optical character recognition didn't figure out. And so in some respects, it is kind of nice to have that option. And again, depending on the document, you may say, you know, there might be some problems with this. Maybe I'll turn that on. Text processing preserve line breaks checkbox, not check ah, all plus preserve L. Preserve line breaks. We're going to talk about this more here in a little bit when we talk about some of the other workflows that are available to you in open book but the big thing here is to know that um, the default in most of your scanning software uh, depending whether it's open book or Kurzweil or whatever usually the default is we don't necessarily get real bent out of shape if not every word here is exactly on the line it originally was on but I can think of some times that it would make a big difference. Let's say I have a poem, and the last word on the line is the first word on the next line. Well, it's not going to sound right. Um, it's going to could completely lose the meaning uh, of the whole poem. It, it could ruin the whole thing. So I want to make sure that that last word is on on the line. Every word on the line needs to be there on that line. Same thing with a recipe. Can you imagine if I had uh, part of a line of a recipe that was on one line and the rest of it was on the next line and the stuff on the other line plus that made me confused about what that line was supposed to say but the line before it didn't make any sense because part of what it should have been on that line wasn't there. So in those kinds of cases, I want to make sure that everything is on the right line. Again, this is part of that um, looking for having the document exactly the way it was when it was scanned, exactly the way it was on the paper. And uh, it gets more critical depending on what kind of a document you're looking at. Page layout, recognize columns, radio button, check all okay, plus C. Okay, I have a check to recognize columns. I do want to know that there are columns, if there are columns, particularly if I'm reading a magazine that may have more than one column or a newspaper uh, or anything like that uh, that might have a column. Page layout, split facing pages, checkbox, not check all plus F. Now, split facing pages. Sometimes I have a book that's the size that I can lay it on the scanner or under the camera and be able to actually take a picture of both pages at the same time and they would be the pages that face each other. And so if I check this, I want open book to figure out, aha, okay, the text on these two parts of this scan are far enough that they're probably two pages not just one and if I've checked it I want to say well split this in half and one of it's one page and the other side is another page and it's sort of expanding the whole idea of columns in that if if I see two columns and they're quite a ways apart 
then they're probably not columns, they're probably separate pages. And so if I was going to do some scanning where I was going to scan two pages at once, then I'd want that checked so it makes sure to separate those. Table processing organized by row. Radio button. Check. All right. Plus o. Uh, table recognition. Uh, this is set to recognize by row instead of column. Action when pages are recognized. Move to new page. Radio button. Check. All right. Plus M. Uh, now, here is an interesting choice. Move to a new page when uh, another page has been processed. This can be turned on or off. I could say recognize the page and put it at the end of the document, but don't move my cursor there. I don't want my cursor to go over there. I want it to stay where it is. And in this case, it is checked. So as soon as the new process page comes up, the cursor is going to move to the new page and if we've asked it to of course then it's going to start reading the new page action when pages are recognized start speaking automatically checkbox check alt plus t okay and here we are the check mark is checked to say as soon as it's recognized start reading it automatically i could uncheck that and if i did it wouldn't automatically read and then i would have to go back and use the reading commands built into open book to read the doc or read that page of the doc okay button and there's my okay so now we've gone through both parts of the workflow the workflow being what is going to get done to get from taking the picture getting the picture into the computer and processing what things do we want it to do so we get the kind of result that we want based on the document that we're reading at the time now let's go with the next step and let's look at now that we know what a workflow is and what it all contains, let's look. Cancel, but tab control, recognition, use default recognition, checkbox, check, alt we're plus We're going to come out of this. Out of dialog, workflow modify, button, alt plus And we're going to go back and we're going to look at the different kinds of workflows and talk a little bit about what they are and what they do. Workflow name, list box, acquire and read current. Okay, acquire and read current, we already said that's the same as a scan and read. It's going to scan it and immediately read it. Acquire image only acquire image only well if i have a workflow for acquire image only i won't have anything checked i won't have anything set in the processing tab in my workflow for uh scan image only uh the only thing it's going to do is it's going to acquire the text however i tell it to acquire it and that's all it's going to do it's just going to acquire it and send the image out to the computer and that's it Acquire in background. Acquire in background. Okay, acquire in background. Well, what's the difference? Well, the difference is this. Because of our faster processors today and more memory today, if I have a whole stack of papers, for example, I can put them in a document feeder on my scanner and I can say, okay, go acquire all those 200 pages, go scan all those 200 pages, and bring them into the computer and in an image file and while you're doing that i'm going to go over here and i'm going to read my email on the same computer well if i have a lot of memory uh like some of the new computers may have eight gig of memory and i have a, a quad core processor and a lot of computers have those i could easily have open book setting over here 
bringing those couple hundred pages in and making an image file for me to recognize later. At the same time it's doing that, I'm sitting over here reading email or writing a letter or who knows, any number of other things I could be doing at the same time. So this workflow says, okay, just go do this and do it in the background. Don't tell me you're doing it. Just go do it. Let me know when you're through. Acquiring Word Specialty. Acquiring Word Specialty. All right. This means I'm going to acquire text from Microsoft Word documents. All right. So now I'm not looking at paper. I'm looking at acquiring the text uh, that I'm going to read uh, and maybe put in some other format. Uh, I'm going to acquire it all from a Word document. Uh, this is often used by people who maybe create a document in Word and then they need to be able to put it out in some other format. Maybe they need to uh, make an audio file of it. You can do that with OpenBook. You could scan the whole thing in, the whole Word document, and it could be a couple of hundred pages. I know people who are authors who write their whole manuscript in Word and then they take it and they change it into something else. And they can, that can be easily done by open book. Just say, okay, here's the word file. Go change it and um, do whatever I've asked you to do with it. And one of the things you can do with it in open book is you can change it into an audio. You can change it into an MP3 file. You can even tell it, okay, I want um, a audio file per page, or I want a, a new audio file for every 10 pages, or however you want to set that up. You may even be able to say, okay, uh, bring this in and uh, every five pages uh, I want you to uh, save something that's a certain way and that can all be done within open book. But the big thing here is we're saying how we are acquiring this. But again, we're not saying how to process it. We're just saying bring it all into an open book from a Word file, from a Microsoft Word file. Freedom Import Printer Specialty. Okay, Freedom Import Printer, which is a part of Open Book, and what Freedom Import Printer will do is it will sit there and, and you can give it uh, an image file, such as a TIFF file, a JPG file. These are image files that we can't read, um, and we don't have any other good way of reading them. So we bring them into Open Book, and the Freedom Import Printer can take that graphics file and turn it into text. And so there's a special workflow, a special process uh, that needs to be done to get those image files in and get them processed. And so the acquire part of that will be different and the processing will be somewhat different. Mail sorter preview. Mail sorter preview. Well, now this is kind of a neat one. And again, as you're seeing, where we have different workflows depending on what it is we need to do. Now in the past, if you wanted to do these things, you had to pretty much go in and set it up yourself manually uh, each time. And a lot of the things that we can do in our workflow that you saw in the past, you just really couldn't do. And you, know, you didn't have all those choices. You have a lot of more choices now for how things get acquired or brought into the computer and how they get processed. With this mail sort, what I do is it's going to open a file and I'm going to be able to take and put uh, a page or an envelope or whatever it might be 
on my scanner or under my camera and say, take a picture of this, and it tells me what it is, and doesn't save it. I may not save it at all, um, but it's going to be a more general scan that's basically going to tell me this is what this is, and then I can take and sort it, and I can figure out, okay, I'll put all my bills over in one pile so I can throw them away. I don't want to pay those. <laughs> uh, I have more money in my pocket if I don't pay my bills, right? And um, I can sort my mail and find out what's what and separate it into piles. And then I can go back later and actually scan uh, these different things, pieces of mail, according to what they are and set more specific um, settings for acquiring the text and recognizing the text. But in this mail sort, all I want to do is just find out what it is uh, and be able to assign it to a certain pile and be able to go back and do a better recognition on it later. All right? Multi-page automatic. All right, multi-page automatic. Now this is what gets really cool. Because I set it in multi-page automatic, I take my document, whether it's a book or a booklet or whatever it is, um, and I tell OpenBook to start taking pictures. I put the first page under the camera. If it waits till the object isn't moving, till the page isn't moving, it takes a picture automatic. Then I pull that page out, I put the next page under the camera or flip the page in the book. It waits until it knows the page is, is not moving around, until it's steady, and it takes a picture. Now, I don't have to tell it to take a picture of the next page. Uh, it just knows it, it sees it, it knows it's there, it knows when it's quit moving, and it takes the picture. And then when I'm through with all the pages, I'll hit escape, and it'll say, okay, now, what do you want to do with all of this? And you have choices about what you can do uh, to uh, finish the processing of this document. Now, the people of Freedom Scientific say, and I have not tested this, so I'm not going to say they don't know what they're talking about. I'm just going to say to you that what Freedom Scientific says is that OpenBook 9 with Hurl uh, in this automatic mode, you could scan as many uh, with the camera, with the digital camera, you could acquire as many as 20 pages in a minute. Now, the other nice part of it is each time it takes a picture of another page, you'll hear that little noise we heard with the camera a while ago. Well, you'll hear that, and so you'll know that that page is through and that you can put the next page in. But at the same time, open book can be sitting there and reading to you. So you may still be reading page two, and you may have taken by now, you may have taken uh, pictures of 10 pages. Because you and I both know that it doesn't take nearly as long to take the picture as it does to read the page. So if I can read and I can take pictures at the same time, I can get that book. If it's a maybe an assignment for school or whatever, and lots of pages, I can get all those pages read into the computer very quickly. And then I can listen to it when time permits. The nice thing is I get it in as quickly as possible. I save it. Now I can go back and read it whenever I want. Now that is really neat and is something that I think for particularly students can be very helpful. Multi-pitch prompt for pages. Okay, multi-page prompt for pages. That would be more like, well, I have a whole stack of paper 
that I need to get scanned. Uh, I don't really have a way to get it a, under the camera so it can recognize that it's there and uh, take a picture because I changed the pages. Uh, this is probably going to be more like for use with a scanner. So basically I'll put a page in and hit spacebar. It takes the picture and then it prompts me for the next page. I put the next page in. I hit the spacebar. It takes the next page and I can do that for as long as I need to until I get it all done. In this case, the difference between this and the previous one, the automatic, it automatically does it for you, but there may be times when you can't do that. Automatic is more made for use with the digital camera. Uh, the prompting for the next page is more like for use with a scanner. All right. PDF file specialty. And PDF file specialty. Again, we're acquiring the, the information a different way. What we're doing is we're acquiring the information from a PDF file. We're going in and we're looking for text in a PDF file. And so the way it's acquired is a little different. And when it comes in and gets recognized, it's going to get recognized a little differently too. All right. Poetry and recipe. Poetry and recipe. This is, goes back to what we were talking about a while ago when we were looking through uh, the workflow. And we were looking at whether we specify that everything has to be just so-so and every word has to be on the right line and we can't let things go on to the next line uh, or the previous line or whatever. It has to remain on the line that it originally was in the original document. And so uh, they've called it um, uh, poetry and recipe, which is two good examples of when you would want to be very specific that uh, things do stay on the same line. And so that would be one of the check boxes uh, under the recognition that you would that would be checked with this particular workflow so that it would make sure that everything stays on the line it's supposed to be on. Recognize image file specialty. All right, recognize image file specialty. Again, this is a workflow where uh, I've already got the image file. I maybe I earlier had acquired the image and didn't recognize it, and now I want to go back and I want to recognize that image file. All right, and that's all our workflows. As you can see, there's quite a lot of them there. But the nice thing about it is, it's nice that they did it for me. I don't have to go back and say, well, I've got this document here now. What do I want to do with it? Um, and have to go through this big, long checklist every time for every document because I can say, well, this is this kind of a document or this is what I want to do with this, this document or this file. And I can choose one of the workflows that already exists that will do the job for me without me going and telling it everything. So get to know those workflows because they're going to be very important to helping you get the right kind of scan, the right kind of recognition for the document that you're working with at a given time. And that is probably one of the most major features in OpenBook 9. And if you get that down and figure that all out, you're going to save yourself a lot of time and get a whole lot more accurate documents that come out looking the way you want them to look and give you the information you need to get from those documents.
Another new feature added in OpenBook 9 was the addition of the RealSpeak Direct voices, the same voices that uh, we've had now for a while with uh, JAWS and Magic are now added to OpenBook. The OpenBook 9 ships with a CD of RealSpeak Direct voices, but it's not all of the voices by a long shot. Uh, there's about 12 voices included on the CD, and then you can also go to the Freedom Scientific webpage to the page for RealSpeak Direct and sample the voices there. There are voices for a number of different languages, and you can try those out and download as many as you want and install those with your open book and JAWS if you use it, or Magic, uh, to have more uh, realistic uh, English-speaking voices or voices for other languages, and uh, use those with any of the Freedom Scientific products now. And then finally, just as in JAWS and Magic, OpenBook now has added the ability, if you are connected to the Internet, to check for updates on OpenBook. Go to the Help menu, go to Check for Updates, and you can check for Download and Install the Latest Updates for OpenBook. There has been one upgrade to OpenBook since its release the end of August, and the latest release came out near the end of December. That's all we have time for on this part of the review of the new features in OpenBook 9. We have not covered any of the new features and upgrades to the low vision side of OpenBook, and there are quite a few to talk about. We'll try to cover those in the next part of this review of OpenBook 9, along with some other updates and uh, new features that we haven't got to in this hour. You have a good day and we'll see you back here soon. That concludes this edition of Main Menu. We trust you've enjoyed the program. On behalf of the entire Main Menu team, I'm Jamie Pauls wishing you and yours a great week. Music